Hey everyone, we've got some fun news. I'm partnering with my new friends, Amy and Scott, over at last night's game to bring my listeners and readers our first ever Bachelor Bracket. When searching for a source that breaks down sports in an easy and understanding way, Amy and Scott couldn't find anything, so they created it. I like people like that. Short, sweet, entertaining content is delivered via tri-weekly email publication and a weekly podcast. And according to them, finding love on TV is a sport too, which I agree. The Bachelor is the Super Bowl of finding love. Each week, some guy and I will cross our fingers and assign roses to the ladies who may have a future with our Bachelor. We would love for y'all to play along, and because we are so nice, we've recorded another episode about this season's ladies to help you all fill out your bracket. This one includes all of the dirt we received from official ABC bios and our host Chris Harrison's insight. You can find bracket links on the website, in the show notes, or in my Instagram profile. Who knows? There may be some super cool prizes at the end of Peter's journey to find love. I'm talking about the end of our bracket journey, not Peter's journey to find love. Here's hoping our bachelor's super cool prize doesn't end with a prescription for penicillin. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's the I Hate Green Beans podcast. We are doing a bonus episode. Me, I'm with some guy in Austin because, of course, this happens to us every time. We are tired of waiting for ABC to release the official cast roster of the ladies, so we do our own digging. We did a whole podcast about it last week. It's really funny. I've heard great things about it. Thank you, some guy. And now ABC announced it I mean, just days after it. So now we had to go back through and look and see what we missed. There was also Chris Harrison doing a live tweet, Facebook, YouTube, however you wanted to watch it through social media. And I listened to it safely, of course, not in a dangerous way. When I was coming back, uh, my dad was in the hospital again, so I was coming back from that and I just listened to it. And we glean a lot from Chris Harrison. He's really helping people out with his brackets. Did you Did you listen to the live thing? <laughs> How did you like that intro? <laughs> um, you squeeze a lot in there. It has um, been a long week and a long month and a long half a year. Yeah. So, well, listen, it's uh, no, I did not listen to Chris Harrison. That wouldn't be um, part of my um, daily routine or, well, even my yearly routine. Why? But you I, are an I official just... bachelor podcaster, my friend. You need to do well, your due diligence. I know, but I, I like um, I like relying on you for due diligence, number one. <laughs> Uh, and no, number two, I like to be surprised. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. that's how we're going to so say it. I will, I will tell you though, one thing that shocked me, and I know that I called you when I saw this, when the bios came out, you know, you and I were whining and moaning last year because yep. they had just a few bullet points. Like it's like it was hastily thrown together, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, like uh, on Bachelor in Paradise when they say you've got 10 minutes to get ready for your date. Right. I felt like last year's bios were thrown together like that. Now, if you open this year's bios mm-hmm. on the website, it is a freaking, uh, it's war and peace about every single, <laughs> you get a huge write-up and then bullet points like uh-huh. summarizing the write-up and maybe some kind of fun fact. Right. And yeah. It's all the days. What you're also saying, we've been, we're getting some sort of additional content from mm-hmm. Harrison 
in the form of tweets and live this and that. They're they're really doing it up. You know, I was thinking, remember how they came out with this list that you and I went off of back in September, and it was officially released by ABC. Again, they didn't give you a lot. I'm wondering, as a lawyer, lawyer, did they do that so we could weed out people who were who were bad eggs? Because remember how somebody always comes out as being, you know, racist or they said something bad yeah. on t- Twitter five years ago type of thing. Do you think they did that so people would just weed out the terrible ones? It makes sense. I mean, I don't know if there's a legal reason for doing it. There's certainly yeah. a practical one. You know, they, don't, they, they want to vet these people as much as possible. And I think we, they've probably learned uh, the hard way, just like we all have, that the public is often better at doing that mm-hmm. than they are over at ABC. So, yeah, I mean, that's a valid point, I think. Um, now, I know we're going to go through these, but you were telling me that some of the ones that we had actually mm-hmm. reviewed that were actually on the initial uh, announcement are yeah. not on the show. That's right. Three of are, them did not make the cut. Now, are these the ones that pose nude or what? I, I mean, don't what, know. We, we don't know. We, we I have don't know. No I'm idea. telling you, there was the one girl that looked one way in her picture and another way on Instagram, uh, yeah. and she I is wonder, not there. Uh, I just, I'm praying there wasn't some sort of group date accident or something. You know, <laughs> just just kind of hush hush, like the CIA got involved and just sort of like it never happened, you know? Maybe not. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, let's go through. We're going to do this rapid fire really quickly just to help you guys with your brackets. And then we'll see if our tops will remind you of our tops. I wrote them down. If you didn't, some guy, <laughs> I know your tops too, um, just to see if we think that they're different based on what either the bio okay. said or Harrison said. So the first one is Aliyah, who was one of your tops. And yep. I think that... Um, what we learned from her, very smart because she studied English in college. You studied English in college, am I right? I did undergrad. I have an English and philosophy degree from the University of Texas too. And she appears that she's a Longhorn fan. So I don't know if she went to UTSA, which is yeah. in San Antonio, or she actually went to the the here in Austin. But right. uh, yeah, we're kin that we're kin that way. That's right. There was some sort of there was there's some sort of vibe you were receiving through her. Harrison did say in his live show that she has the biggest controversy don't know what that means but she's miss texas that must mean she has to wear you know a racy outfit or do that the the disgusting yoga date and it's probably in violation of her morals clause in her do you think that's weird that a current miss texas can go on the show yes yes that's very weird because this this is not really doesn't really comport with their brand i think you know Um, texas is in the summertime right isn't that when it happens I think the spring and then they, or no, I can't remember, but yeah, they're, they're, they're Miss she, Texas for a completely full year. Yeah. So maybe she's coming to the end of her reign and they crown. I don't, think, she is. I don't, I don't think know. The end of her reign I, would either be spring 2020 or summer 2020. I think you're probably right. I've totally forgotten. I've blocked that out. Okay. Um, I do notice that uh, one of the new bios is that she loves to write poetry in her spare time. Yes. Um, so do you. Very, well, <laughs> me <laughs> I, me and me and Alea Benavidez have a lot in common here. Um, <laughs> the thing that strikes me is she's probably been racking her brain since she was cast on the show, thinking of how many words she can rhyme with windmill. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> Drill. I, I don't know Phil. what rhymes. It's gonna be. It's a tricky one, but you know, she seems uh, seasoned enough that she'll be able to get around that that uh, that uh, that obstacle. Yeah. 
The next one is Alexis Harrison. All he had to say about her. Alexa, is that, Alexa. Oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, yeah. Alexa. Alexa has the best hair and she has a lot of fun. That wasn't a lot that Harrison gave us, but she loves amusement parks, but hates roller coasters. So if she yeah. gets to a group date that is at an amusement park, they will put her on a roller coaster for sure. Without a doubt. Now this is, she's 20 years old. 20. Um, I know it's oh, crazy, isn't it? She, she's a esthetician and a wax specialist. I'm right. not sure of the difference. I'm going to have to look that up. Well, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that estheticians, um, it, it's, it's like my old rhombus and square thing. All, all squares are rhombuses, but not all rhombuses are squares. Uh-huh. All oh. estheticians, no, all wax specialists are estheticians, ex- right. but not all estheticians are wax specialists. Right. Now, she, she also has the slogan on her Instagram, quote, just a limp noodle. Bless. I'm hoping I'm hoping that uh, she didn't um, amend that comment after a fantasy suite visit. Windmill. But in, in light of, uh, yeah, Peter's uh, fantasy suite history, I don't think that applies to, to Mr. Weber. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, Alexis, the one that was the aspiring Bush pilot, yeah. She did not make the cast roster. What are you going to do with all your Bush jokes? I'm going to have to revamp them. Um, I'm not really sure. I think uh, I may focus them on the pronunciation of Avonlea's name. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm upset. Maybe she actually met her um, dream of becoming a Bush pilot you know and what? had to make a tough choice. That is a silver lining and a positive twist. I love it. Yeah. I think she is let's, off in the Bush piloting somewhere. Yeah, let's choose to believe that, that, that Alexis... Thined or thinned, whatever her name is, um, is now a bush pilot living her dream uh, somewhere in the bush. There you go. <laughs> okay, Avonlea. Sounds like she needs to see uh, Alexa for a little she waxing does. or something. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? It all kind of. Oh, Avonlea, I must not have remembered what Chris Harrison said about her, but what I did learn from the bio, we said she's a sales rep for her family's steel business slash model. The ABC website labels her as a cattle rancher in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I'm having trouble picturing her ranching anything in that little number she's got mm-hmm. on there. Um, but good for her. Look, let's hope that she's that pretty and she's also, you know, able to throw on a pair of leather gloves and jeans and get on a horse and, you know, be one of the guys. Because so that that'd be kind of attractive. I like mm-hmm. that. But yeah, let me just t- just say that uh, steel business, cattle rancher. Um, mm-hmm. They say it's Fort Worth, but that's likely further west if mm-hmm. that's going on out there. Mm-hmm. Um, family probably has some money, I would imagine, um, yep. in those two businesses. So good for good for Avonlea. And, and, and let's also put it, nobody poor is named Avonlea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. The next one is Courtney Perry. Now, she was your hairstylist that you thought was a red flag, but now on the bio it says cosmetologist. Is that better? Than hairstylist. Again, let me just say this: um, all cosmetologists <laughs> are hairstylists, <laughs> but not all hairstylists are cosmetologists. I don't she know how gets, that works. She gets points, though, right? For yeah, not I mean, being I that's harder than being a hairstylist. I don't know. I look. I don't want to. I don't want to demean anybody's career. I mean, I can't. I can't do right, hair. But I don't your know, whole but your whole point was anyone who has a, a pair of scissors close to your jugular needs to be watched. 
Yeah, it's a little bit of a uh, little bit unnerving. Um, now, now I have changed my my tune a little bit on Courtney here because it says on her new bio that um, her biggest turn on is a man in mm-hmm. cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. Um, where's she been all my life? You know? I don't I mean, know. Come- in Venice, Florida, <laughs> apparently doing hair. And she she's very. I mean, she's a generic blonde type, you know, but she's mm-hmm. very pretty. Um, and so Harrison has no comments about her i noticed no i i yeah i didn't write any down or didn't remember any so yeah well, that like might be it that might be a signal yeah i'd like to apologize for courtney and vance and for my comments last week i probably jumped the gun i'll, mm. I'll reserve judgment on courtney she's very pretty okay. and um you know she seems like she's um you know confident and ready to go i do think it's worth saying something if Harrison if he did say something it wasn't rememberable to me it was something like she's a hairstylist and I would have yeah. already known that so I didn't try to remember it um, now I have a theory real quick but and I know we're going fast mm-hmm. but um it does say in her bio that she is quote extremely claustrophobic now oh, absolutely uh, yeah I think we can predict <laughs> she'll be in a cave happen. Yeah, that that's going to be one of those escape locked in some sort of escape room. That's right. And she's going to have to, she's going to stress out over the mystery and then Peter's going to comfort her and Aww. it's going to be like, you know, I'm extremely claustrophobic. However, I felt so secure with Peter there. And mm-hmm. even though I cried and made a mess of myself, mm-hmm. Peter still helped me get out of the room. And that's mm-hmm. a lot like marriage. <laughs> Because you often feel trapped and desperate in any situation where you're married. And often you have to rely on your mate, even though you want to stab some scissors in his jugular vein, to let you escape a situation. In fact, it's more tantamount to divorce. Anyway, whatever. (laughs) This is my favorite story. Last week when we did our podcast and I do the little pullouts to put on social media where I have the little blurb of... Uh, it was you talking because all I was doing was laughing. And you did that last year with Peter about flying <laughs> high. And I mean, last week with Peter flying high. I had a dozen people email me, you you interviewed Peter? And I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. That's not Peter. Because they're uh, just listening to some little uh, that clip, just shows clip. me. You know, it just shows me that they're, they've got the kids in the back seat and they're slapping them and throwing Cheerios and saying, shut up, I'm listening on the radio. And then they get half of the... And like, oh my gosh, Peter's on Lindsay's show? No way. <laughs> I should have said, yeah, <laughs> duh, Peter and I are tight. Okay. Exactly. Deandra, um, she, what we learned from Harrison is that her father's from Nigeria, so she moved around a lot, but she has 10 siblings. Which, wow. Which makes up... Um, are there windmills in Nigeria? Because that's know. a lot of kids. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it, her bio makes sense, too. It says that she knows how to stand out in a crowd because she grew up with 10 siblings. So, But it also says her favorite feeling in the world is being the center of attention. And according to Boy. her mom, she thrives in the spotlight. How do you feel about that sentence? Um, she's going to be the first person on a group date. Um, and she's going to piss everybody else off because she's going to be stealing Peter Mm -hmm. night one. Um, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, you know, whatever. She's also the YouTuber that had all the holistic stuff on her YouTube channel, but her bio on ABC says home care coordinator. I don't know what that means. She like goes to old people's house and. Yeah, like I don't like know. A visiting angels or something. Maybe. Yeah. It also says that um, she says that any man she commits to must be willing to spend the holidays with her family, as that time of year is non-negotiable. 
that's always good to start off um, <laughs> a relationship with a, an ultimatum and a, a <laughs> unwillingness to negotiate a major life event uh-huh. like Christmas with your family. Wow. You're All right, married. Well, you're married. What would you say with that sentence? If you really loved the woman and wanted to make it work, how would you maneuver there, around that? There would have to be a compromise. I mean, there, you'd have to. There'd have to be some sort of give and take, right? I mean, you just can't say. But it's non-negotiable. Well, I know. Well, then it would be, you know, look, uh, check, please. Uh, it's been a nice one-on-one date. Um, I appreciate the uh, the small talk. And uh, you and your 11 siblings or 10 siblings have fun in Nigeria. Okay. Merry Christmas. All right. There you go. We have uh, Next, Eun- we have uh, Eunice, Eunice my favorite um, old lady name. Love it, love it, love it. She yeah. knows the other flight attendant. Now, we have three flight attendants, not counting yeah. the Bush girl that didn't make it or who went off to live her lifelong dream instead of being on The Bachelor. Eunice knows the other flight attendant. I believe her name is Megan. Later on, we'll get to her. They know each other, and the way Chris Harrison said it, they may not be the best of friends. She's a reformed party girl who's ready to get serious about settling down. At 24. At 24. Mm -hmm. Good luck, Eunice. And there are uh, maybe three or four alcohol references in her her bio. So maybe she's the one that passes out night one or like takes off her clothes and jumps in the pool like that one (laughs) that got eliminated. What's the guy, my favorite guy ever, the guy that passed out in Uh – it wasn't. It was it. Uh, Ashley what? season. Remember oh. night one, he passed out at the pool party. That was my. That's the best ever. <laughs> that is the. I mean, that is an epic. If I was going to go on the show, that's, that's how what I was about to out. say. He came to do exactly what he came to do. Uh, the next one is Hannah Ann. That's the baby twenty-three year old who is the former pageant girl slash model. She's very young. Um, again, she's the one that has 69.3 thousand followers. She, uh, Harrison says she does not like drama, which makes sense. If she's a pageant girl, she probably is over that. And he said, but the girl's got a backbone. So Good I don't know if if she's pushed a little bit. And finally, she just maybe takes up for herself or takes up for somebody or maybe shuts something down. Um but anyway, she says Now, she has that, something in common with you. What? It says when Hannah Ann is nervous, she becomes very talkative. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. I really yes, do. I've learned that mm-hmm. about you over the years. <laughs> yes. Um, I, uh, another point. Remember when we were talking last week about these um, these Instagram numbers, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I, t- you know, I actually, the day after this, I had a, um, a deposition with a client who has 14 million yeah. Instagram followers. Tell I mean, me. that that's why they get. I mean, it's it's the money is crazy, but 69,000 is pretty good for a uh, Hannah Ann Sluice, though. Yeah, um, that's I pretty. I agree. I agree. I don't know if she's ready to settle down though. I I don't, I don't get that impression. Yeah. (laughs) The next one is this Haley girl who was also a hairstylist and remember how she had sleeves on and mom jeans. And then that said her Instagram does not look like her profile pic. She -hmm. did not make the cast roster. Maybe they started digging into that profile pic a little, or I mean the uh, Instagram a little more. Hmm. Uh, Next one is Jade. Harrison says that she is smart and driven. I'm getting a little Terry Hatcher vibe from the picture, aren't you? That's true. Her most interesting um, tidbit on her bio, pretty interesting. She grew up in the Mormon culture and she got married when she was very young. And at 22, 
Um, she said that she knew her ex, she and her ex were not compatible for the long haul and she got divorced, which is very odd for the Mormon faith. And so I'm assuming she is no longer in the Mormon faith and, um, that hometown is going to be super awkward. Won't it be? She is looking for love. Jade is a flight attendant who is afraid of heights. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she'll be the one to go up in the plane with Peter for sure. I like I like the contradiction. Um, uh-huh. She's a Mormon, but now she's not. She you know is commitment oriented, but she's divorced. She's mm-hmm. a flight attendant, but she's afraid of heights. I like it. Okay. And um, now, if she was to assign an aesthetic to her life, it would be quote organized chaos. Aren't we all? <laughs> I guess good for Jade. She's pretty. I like her. She looks. Yeah. Uh, she's very attractive. We'll see if she's. Uh, if she's fun. Yeah. Um, Jasmine is next. Jasmine. Um, we didn't know what she was. I thought she was a model, but no, she's a client relations manager. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not sure what she's relating to which clients, but Harrison says she, he used the word aggressive. Oh boy. Her and That's that other, the, chi- the, the other one that has 10 kids in her family are probably going to duke it out for attention. Now, um, I did notice this from the bio. This is very weird. Jasmine's biggest turnoff is a guy who sits on the couch all day and plays video games. Mm-hmm. Um, Jasmine will know that she's met the man of her dreams when he can help her build a table. <laughs> now, are we talking about? I'm, I'm assuming it's this is not like the uh, the table of elements or right, the sun, right. You know, we're talking mm-hmm. actually a, a table where you know there's you legs sit and, and eat on yeah. it. Right. Very that weird. Is very weird. And she wants to find a man who can get her Chick Fil A on a Sunday. Well, that's just wishful thinking, my <laughs> she friend. She might have to marry into the family I in know. order to accomplish that. Get yourself that. a franchise, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, I don't know about her. I don't know about her. After after the bio, I felt a little bit differently. Than, yeah. But we'll see. Jenna is the next one. Um, Harrison said she's very bold and arrives with another lady. I'm going to assume that's a grandmother or some sort of female dog or pet because... That that's just too weird. Well, I think it's weird. Did, didn't one guy bring his mom one time mm-hmm. and say, "Yeah, or is yeah that that's dumb." Yeah. Um, but but she likes to bowl. Yeah. Um, she also likes to knit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I know. <laughs> I the end. Really Here we go. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. This uh, is the one that was um most interesting to me. Katrina is next. Um, she was the dental sales rep in, and in, in my research, now she's a pro sports dancer yeah. pretty much. Now, I think I'm, for I'm, Chicago bears, because I think it's football. Now I'm going to also let you, because I want to hear these words come out of your mouth. Um, tell us about Katrina's Halloween costume last, uh, mm-hmm. last Halloween, last Halloween, <laughs> Katrina dressed up as her hairless cat. Jasmine and Jasmine dressed up as her. That would be for me. Um, like if I was in the if I was in the war room and uh, you know and, and I'm Peter and they bring me in and all this stuff is you know scattered out. That would be it. Nope. I, You'd turn yeah, her face I'd, over, face down. Yep, I'd be done. That would be like, all right, well, find me another pro sports dancer. You know, there are ten more that have applied for the same show. Well, here's the deal, though. Harrison says she has the best icebreaker intro, and she has a great personality. But the last thing on her bio in the in the three bullet points that they want to leave you with, it says Katrina's biggest pet peeve is not being in control. Yeah, that's who would write uh, that? 
That's what we call someone who wants to be someone in control. Who wants to this dress is, up like is, their cat. That's yeah. Who this is what them. we call. Um, this is what we call a red flag. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I couldn't remember if she was on my. I got her confused with the girl from Auburn whose dad was the basketball coach, and I thought, oh man, because I liked her, but that's not her. It's, there's another one yeah. that's just like her though. And the next one's my very very favorite though, because whenever he was talking about her, I was like, how does some guy in Austin know things? This is driving me crazy. Kelly, the attorney who yes. you have on your list, and I just he says that they've met already. And it becomes oh. a thing that Kelly and Peter had already met. I forget how or why, but it was random, I believe. It wasn't maybe a little, like yeah, she had a little was tax trouble, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> but then Chris Harrison says she knows how to play the game because she uses her lawyer skills and she finds loopholes in the game and it works in her favor. I love her. Mm-hmm. This is great. Yeah, she does and work she's, for her she, daddy's law firm, though. Well, that's fine. Which is fine, she's, but yeah. she likes to travel. She dated a guy in Jordan and flew there twice, uh, twice a month. Yeah, um, which means the guy was like a sultan or something, right. sending his private jet. <laughs> um, and then this is the best part: her most recent relationship was an international long distance affair, where oh. she was traveling to Jordan once or twice a month, but finally got to the point where she just couldn't see herself moving to the Middle East. No. No geography. Sometimes that's yeah, he's like, what does I am. Mean. I am sending the plane. I am sending the plane. You are queen in my country. Uh, I just, you know, you really need. No, I just can't see myself moving to the Middle East. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how um, how all of that kind of evens out. I, I'm, I'm hoping she's like a glass of water. Mm-hmm. You know, once it's spilled, it spreads evenly amongst the surface. You know, although okay. there's a little bit of a, a splash. Okay. Anyway, we'll see. Good analysis. Next Love is it. absolute favorite. Your absolute favorite. And I, I hate to tell you, though, Harrison says that she cries more than Ashley Iconetti. Oh, boy. That might yeah. be a big turn. I yeah, know. Yeah, she's been Iowa 2017. Um, mm-hmm. She, um, she um, says life is like an onion. It has many – or she's like an onion. Yeah. It has many layers. Well, let's hope she doesn't make uh, make other people cry like onions. I know, often. but she she's a crier. He said he gives her a run for the money and also tries to coin the hashtag crying is cool. Okay. Well, we'll see. Now, there's there's a couple types of crying – um, okay. The Ashley Iconetti any kind would, I think, arguably be the most annoying. But there's also that kind where you're just kind of you wear your heart on your yeah. sleeve and you're kind of emotional, but you're not yeah. completely irrational every single time you cry at like Ashley Iconetti. So I'm gonna look. I think that she's um, she's still my favorite, but, but okay. we'll see. Now. I think we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'll pencil her in, not pin her in. Say this again. is one of my least favorites, Kiara. Oh, Kiara. Well, interesting because this she is a house favorite, which means all the girls love her. Yeah. That's what Chris Harrison said. Um, he said that she had a dangerous in, entrance that was impressive and that uh, either they start calling her Kiki or she asks them to call her Kiki. And he said that gets annoying really fast. So just prepare yourself for that. She's probably one that like, Talks in the third person, that kind of thing. Maybe so. Anyway, mm-hmm. she does look very um, bubbly in her picture. Right. Like she definitely likes to be the um, the center of attention. Now, the other, the other thing that just uh, caught me about what you said is now her bio. She specifically says, "Say it correctly with me." Key mm-hmm. air up, mm-hmm. but then she just disclaims the name for a nickname. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. sometimes Lindsay is just too hard for people to grasp, and so you go by Slink. How about Lily? 
No. Ew. <laughs> Never. Okay, let's go to Kylie. She we didn't know what she was, but now we know she is an entertainment sales associate. Harrison didn't have anything life changing to say about her. Uh, she's a planner though, and in five years' time, she is hoping to be married with a child or one on the way and living in a home in Southern California. React. Very specific. Um, <laughs> now, I would say that if you went to Southern California and threw a stick, you would hit a lot of Kylie's. Um, she's generic, generic blonde looking, um, shares the same goal as most of the generic blondes. She um, looks like blue crush girl. You're blue crush girl to me. She does look like a little Kate Bosworth Mm -hmm. thing going on. Um, she's attractive. Um, but she says, um, her, her, um, her bio reads like one of those old school playboy, like when, when there was no internet, when you'd go and you'd steal something from somebody's dad and you'd look at the bio and it it was always like flaky and pessimistic people make me sad. You know, I was like, (laughs) Oh God, that's, that that's how her bio reads. So yeah, I don't think she goes far. She's also a little too tangerine tinted for me. Well, she also looks, it looks, it looks a little, um, vacant behind the eyes. I'm sorry, Kylie, Mm -hmm. but, um, she yep. just doesn't do it for me. So, but she's also um, twenty-eight point two thousand followers. That's a lot of people. No, a lot of uh, people look at the Mona Lisa, but it doesn't talk. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this next one's my favorite too. Lauren, she's the one that we thought was a ghost because all we knew that her name was Lauren and she was from Los Angeles. She made it. Bush Good girl for didn't Lauren. make it, and the you know fake girl didn't make it. But Lauren is is here, and Chris Harrison says she has the best opening night outfit. I already know what it is. Everyone envious. What? What she's wearing right now? That lingerie. That's well. That's what she had on before she actually put her dress on. Oh, okay. um, I mean, she's in her underwear in this picture here. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, no, I, on the on the ABC website, you can look at the preview, which I did, and she has like a dress on. I think it's her, a dress on, and she has a, a windmill like t- oh, taped to her back. Oh, gosh. And she says something incredibly filthy. Oh, and dear. And Peter's face is like, whoa. Um, so she has the windmill. She gets out, and she's got like four windmill blades on her back, you know, uh-huh. like, like strapped on like angel's wings. And <laughs> she <not>. says, <laughs> yeah, she, so he said, Peter says like, Hey, you're a windmill. And she says, yeah, would you like to come inside? That's somebody's daughter. Yeah, that's somebody's daughter that utters that line. If that were my daughter, I think I would freaking pass out. Oh, my but, gosh. Uh, yeah, I just don't know why. Like, okay, maybe it's 2 a.m. and you're in a bar. That that may work, but... <laughs> You know, you're on national TV, TV. on the wet driveway, meeting your potential husband for the first time. Let's do this too. So let's say he keeps her, you know, is that sending a message that, Hey, that wasn't, I thought that was funny or, Oh yes, I would like to do that. You know, even, even how he reacts in that moment and throughout the rest of the night, She'll have to redeem herself to not be, as you say, just some filthy person who was, yeah, and, and now, it'll, it'll be layered in. Oh, it was a joke. It was so funny. Well, I don't know. Now, listen, so I think, and, and me of all people should understand this, that um, 99% of how something like that is taken is in the delivery. Because there, there's, mm-hmm. there's a way to deliver a filthy joke or something like that where everybody knows you're, it's just the, the whole thing is just an ironic, you know, 
you're just trying to get a laugh and you're not serious yeah. about it. But I'm telling you, when I even when I saw it, yeah, um, I was and you're like, Whoa. you. Here's yeah, something and here's something interesting for her bio. Lauren says she has an exit interview with all her exes to figure out what went wrong. I'm how sure would that's you constructive. Hand, how would you handle that? Would you be completely honest if she wanted to sit you know, down and just have a, you know, let's hash it out. You now listen, back in the, back in the day when I was, you know, afraid to hurt people's feelings for whatever reason, um, I think I probably would have done that and said stuff like, it's not you, it's me and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But no, I think these days, I think, um, I was having this conversation with, with uh, a friend of, uh, actually a mutual friend of ours who I will not mention, um, who is having difficulty in a relationship. And, um, I just told her, why are you, why are you bothering with this? Just, just move on and, you know, tell, tell the guy the truth and just be done with it. Mm-hmm. And so I think honesty is the best policy. Although, it's possible to be honest without being cruel. Right. Um, as a as a um, a famous um, karaoke host at a bar I used to frequent in college used to say at the end of the night when he was still telling everyone goodnight after closing time, he would say, remember, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. There you go. Aw. <laughs> just I'm not going to use that as the pull quote for this, you know, episode, but still, it'll be fun. Um, the next one is the other Lauren she looked sweet and angelic, uh, lots of model Pink stuff. Dress. She didn't make the roster. She didn't make it. Don't know why. This is a mystery to me. I wonder, I wonder if Maybe they over Maybe she's 18. She couldn't. She's like 17. <laughs> she's like, look, I've got this algebra tournament that I have to go to, and I just I can't film in the wet driveway. Maybe she's a mathlete. That's right. She has her mathlete practice. Okay, next is Le- Lexi, your redheaded girl. She is my um, uh, dark horse, I think. Um, yeah. I think she, she's, she's my sleeper, I think. She looks uh, – I think she could sneak up. She's got red hair, which m- will make her stand out. Now, I'm curious to see how this date is going to go because Lexi's biggest fear, she would rather be <laughs> buried alive than be trapped in a room filled with frogs. <laughs> In the escape room, have all yeah. sorts of frogs yeah. and put those two together. Yeah, yeah. the claustrophobic is <laughs> going to be losing it. The frogs are going to get dumped in there and it's all hell is going to break loose. And That's then what's her face is going to bring out her scissors and stab all the frogs to death. <laughs> Love it. Harrison said she had a great entrance as well and that she drove her way into everyone's heart. Not sure what uh, now, that means, but now driving metaphor. Know. Well, right. Or, or it, it, it's meant to be taken literally. Maybe there's some kind of date where she drives her way mm-hmm. into everyone's heart. We mm-hmm. never know with this show. It's unpredictable. We do not. Um, Madison, extent. this next one is one of my girls that, that <laughs> I like. She is uh, a foster parent recruiter. We didn't really have her job beforehand. We just knew she had a degree in communications. Harrison says she has a heart of gold. She receives the first one-on-one. And Harrison really, really loves her. Well, that might be the first impression, Rose, as well, because that's usually how that goes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a very caring career, uh, very mm-hmm. um, uh, considerate. She's she's Southern um, from Alabama, meaning she will be um, probably kind, probably uh, she's got some Proverbs and Romans in her mm-hmm. bio, which means she's religious. She'd take um, her she, Bible. That would be the book she took on the desert that's island. Right. That's what we learned. Yeah. So, look, if she's willing to let her hair down, maybe have a little fun and be a little adventurous, this could be the one. I agree. She's up there in the, up there in the in the top. Yep, I think so. Next is Marissa. 
Um, Harrison was impressed with her. Here's, here's what I gather from her bio. She was in the pageant world and it really wreaked havoc on her body image issues in a way that it took her the opposite direction of not bulimic or anorexic, but she became an overeater. And then she has been slowly losing weight, meaning I think 80 pounds is what they said. Wow, that's and, a lot for, um, yes. for anybody, much less someone that's tiny like her. She's exactly. short. So she's, she's lost 80 pounds as a result of figuring out her body image issues. And Harrison seemed pretty pretty pleased with that it, so she must she must have he mu- she must tell the story or something but he he yeah. respected that you could tell but that's all we know now here's my concern marissa prefer, prefers to surround herself with people who have a more mature outlook on life how do you think that's gonna go at the mansion well she'll be <laughs> friends with the hbo girl who we learned is 31 we didn't know and maybe jasmine mm-hmm. the 29 year old they could and harrison you know maybe the, the lawyer, makeup the lady lawyer, maybe. <laughs> the makeup ladies in her 40s they could get close yeah maybe she'll sleep sleep with a producer like roz did that one time <laughs> oh, um, the, the next one is, is megan she's the one who knows eunice the flight attendant oh boy i can um, see it already she's yeah. also a face mask enthusiast which is uh I don't, i'm not sure what is, is that like a is that a cosmetic face mask or is I'm that assuming skiing like, or is that you know yeah. does she rob banks who knows well, you never know we'll 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 decide maybe that's why she's a flight attendant quick quick escape Generic know. blonde, generic blonde, no feelings yeah. about her. She wa- her hope one day is to travel to Zion National Park. I thought that was yeah. an interesting hope. Yeah, that might because, be a good one on one date. I mean, that's a hop, skip, and a jump from LA if you got a private jet, you know. Well, she's also a flight attendant. She can go there anytime she wants, right? Yeah, exactly. Know. Anyway, um, McKenna, this girl wears her heart on her sleeve and her face reveals everything is what Harrison said. Why? Because she's 22 flash fashion blogger. She's baby, baby, yeah. baby, baby. But she doesn't want easy love. Some guy in Austin. She doesn't. She's in the right place. She, <laughs> which is why she probably cries a lot with what's her name? Kelsey. And yeah. um, she's going to have a tough time, I think, but yeah, she'll young, make it. Very young. Natasha very young. is the HBO person, the Cinemax. And remember how I said, oh, she does something for HBO. It's, it's event planning for them. And she's 31. So she is officially the old lady of the tick, group. Tick, 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 yep. tick, 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 And Harrison says she has a sharp tongue. Okay. Peyton is the next one. Harrison says she's the life of the party. And that's what all her bio is about. Type of woman who goes into a bar alone, leaves with 100 new best friends. Uh, she's a life party and her biggest fear is missing out. She's not afraid of talking to strangers, which always we need that for the season. But you know who but never wins? All of this screams immature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all this screams immature. Like she's that girl that just has to go out and, you know, yep. get hit on, have a drink in her hand and yep. whatever. And yep. he'll think she's just, fun and he'll like her, but he, he don't want right. to date her. Right. She's, she's attractive enough. I just think, but you, you're, you're, I think you're spot on. Yep. I said, she's just not, she's that person that's not going to be ready, even though she's probably convinced herself she is. Yeah. This next one was the biggest reveal, in my opinion. Sarah, we didn't know a lot about her, about her at all. Radiology student from the University of Tennessee. She has 10.8 Instagram followers, 1,000. I said she's sort of influencer-y. 
Um, in her bio, we learned that she loathes slugs and she loves <laughs> listening to EDM music. Okay. But here's what Harrison said. She's a favorite from the start. She has a heart of gold. She cooks for the entire house and is one of Peter's favorites. Wow. You know, it's odd to me that um, that she um, cooks because if you if you look at her from the neck down, <laughs> she's got kind of a Giada De Laurentiis kind of body. You know, Giada has like those kind of Popeye arms, those kind of short mm-hmm. arms. I think she's built just like her. Um and uh, she's very attractive. I like her. I like her smile. Um, and she seems um, engaging to me. That's the, the impression I get. Yeah. She also wears. She also looks very good in the jeans and the tight shirt that fits her. Like I think, mm-hmm. like it should. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she's very striking. And of course, anyone who can cook and um, you know carry on a conversation uh, yep. is is usually um, is well respected. So that's good. She's so she she to me to seems watch. the opposite opposite of Peyton. Right. Um, who was just sort of faking it, going to bars. And uh, Sarah actually is probably the real deal. Yep. She's one to watch. I think you'd put her on your bracket. Savannah mm-hmm. is the next one. What we learned she's, from her is that she gets the first kiss. But I think it's fake. The way Is it one of those it, where she steals it? Yes. That's what I was about yeah. to say. I think she's going to be that one to walk up and do it in some sort of weird way. Uh-huh. And now when Sarah wants to treat herself, she indulges in a vampire facial. Yep. Do you know what that is? I looked it up. I looked it up. No, I did not know what it was. But I, I do think, know now. Let me, I, I think I know. Isn't that where they like roll your face with like some kind of pokey thing and it bleeds a little bit and it's supposed to create more collagen so it minimizes wrinkles? Am I far off? Yes, but that oh. was a very good that was a very good guess because I thought the same too, thing too that you're you're using your own blood. No, no, they're putting platelets of other people's blood all over your oh. face and then rolling it. That's so it's scary. Mm-hmm. Now they may do the thing where it kind of opens it up a little bit, but it's your blood is not involved in any. Your blood shouldn't be involved in any way. So it's platelets, and Kim Kardashian was the one who did this oh, a couple of, of years ago. So it it made quite the quite the. But um, right now, supposedly through my research, Kim Kardashian doesn't like it anymore. She's moved on to other things. So yeah, like okay. plastic surgery. There you go. There you go. Uh, Cheyenne is the next one. We have that she was an actress, model. Her bio says administrative assistant. Well, um, it's all relative. Everybody she, acts a little bit, huh? Yes. She falling in love is difficult for her because every guy she's dated either ended up ghosting her, having a wife and kids, or liking her friends over her. Again, things you do not put in your bio. It sounds like Cheyenne's going through a little bit of a dark place and just trying to mm-hmm. yeah. lighten things up using this yeah, mode maybe of transportation. Testifying on her bio. Um, but, you know, I found unusual. Now, I've, I've, this is the first time I've ever uh, read a sentence like this. Um, according to Cheyenne, the best part of her body is her lower back. There you go. Mm-hmm. Me which too. Which I find unusual. Why? I, My I've, lower I've back caught- is fabulous. <laughs> I've never contemplated my lower back. Like I've never stood there in the mirror and been like, you should do is this that an today. attractive? Well, I wouldn't know what else to compare it to. I mean, it's a Your lower back, back for God's sake. I, I guess. I don't know. But good for Cheyenne. Um, Maybe there's a sweet tattoo there that she likes and she just forgot that part of the sentence. Yeah. Um, next one is Sydney. She's 24. We didn't have her job. She's a retail marketing manager. Harrison says she's sweet, soft-spoken. She doesn't have a filter, not in a bad way. She just says what she's feeling. 
And I don't know how he knows this, but one of the best kissers on the show. Wow. She's, um, I think she's uh, next to the, 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 um, Tom James rep. Um, mm-hmm. what's her name? Kristen. The one I like. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. She's, she's the second no. most attractive. Bunch, Kelsey I think. is who you like. Um, here's, here's the red flag of her bio though. Uh, she just broke up with somebody and spent these last few months rebuilding her broken heart and preparing to get oh, back out there. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy. Yep. Yeah. That always, that always works. Mm, exactly. Uh, yeah. Tammy is the next one. Well, we hold said on she- now. Wait, 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 wait. We want to gloss over this now uh-huh. because another person was in the situation and it turned out to be pretty much bachelor gold. Do you remember when, uh, when Becca was minding her own business in right. Peru, Brazil or whatever, and they flew in whoever Ross. the hell it is. Ross. Ross. That's great. Uh, he showed up with flowers. Uh, he was relegated to the stairs outside of her suite. That's right. Uh, and then kicked to the curb. So um, maybe maybe we'll have Fingers a similar crossed. situation. Fingers crossed yeah. that Sydney's yes. ex is somewhere watching. Tammy is the next one. Uh, we said that she was a realtor. Her bio says house flipper. From what I understand, um, she she impresses Harrison because she is of Vietnamese descent, and her parents moved here, and then they split up, and she had to work six jobs, and she's very much a go 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 getter type person. Mm-hmm. And at twenty four, her whole big thing is that it intimidates guys. Uh, she wanted to go out for the boys' wrestling team, and they wouldn't let her on, so she just showed up to practices until Title IX let her do it. Um, and she has a vanity plate that says Jet Setter. How do you feel about van- vanity plates? Um, you know, it's, I, I think vanity plates, especially these days, I don't know how any other state is, but Texas has like, I mean, they do this thing where there's just dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of different types you can get. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not against a vanity plate. I think it just depends on what it says, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, like Jet Setter. Okay, I'm fine with that. But if it's like, you know, macho one or something like that, you know, where the, the impression is a you're macho and B you've got like a whole fleet of these sports cars at home. Like this is just uh, the first one. Yeah. You have macho so, two, macho three, Yeah, mm. macho three. And then maybe mm. a motorcycle that's like macho 3.5 or something, you know, I, I don't know. But I, so I, I I'm, I'm a little indifferent about vanity plates and I judge them. Um, I judge them like I do people, um, okay. on a one-on-one basis. I don't, I don't globally uh-huh. assign my, my, um, my vanity plates to one category. I see. Uh, Tammy ended her last relationship by ghosting him. She admits that on her bio. And well. she, she considers herself a tomboy and doesn't relate well to blonde Barbie types. This is going to be fun in the house. <laughs> Let's point out that <laughs> Tammy here is one of six brunettes and the rest look like blonde Barbie types. Uh, yeah. We have the first She's Victoria. Make that one girl cry. I oh, think. she totally one is. To cry. Yeah. Um, we have Victoria F., Victoria Fuller. Harrison says she's very passionate and goes through a lot this season. I'm wondering if she was on the date when Peter trips over nothing and breaks a glass into his face, and maybe that was traumatic for her. Now, two things about Victoria here. Number one is she's not afraid to cry in public. Good for her. Uh, But maybe her and that other girl can cry on a group date. (laughs) Victoria P., Victoria Paul, is the last one. Harrison calls her strong and independent. Um, essentially her father left she and her mom and her sister at a very young age. And then I think the mom and the sister had drug problems. So Victoria had to grow up really fast and 
um, all this kind of stuff, which sounds again a lot like Crystal, as in Crystal and Goose when she grew up yeah. in bowling alley, you know, and had to take care yeah. of family and brothers and all yeah. the things. I get that vibe from from her. And or the one that uh, who was the one that um, the uh, what, what was her name? Uh, uh, the one that got screwed over by Dean that ate lipstick as an orphan. Right. Uh, what was her name? Uh, <laughs> we've already we've already Chris, forgotten. Chris, um, not Kristen. Chris, Chris, no. Kristen. Christina. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Mother Russia. That's why I never used her name. Yeah, exactly. She's got a lot of Instagram followers, though. Um, She's a nurse, which is interesting, but her biggest fear is murky water that she can't see and chicken served on the bone. Amen to that second one. What what is it? Now, I've actually, you're not the first person. She's not the second person. I've known actually many people, I would say that don't like to eat meat off the bone. What's the yeah. problem? Um, I, I don't... For me, it feels like cannibalism. Like I'm eating a bone. <laughs> I don't like that. And it has to do with the texture of tendons being pulled off of a bone. Okay. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So I, I was in, um, I was in uh, Las Vegas recently and I went to this um, fancy dinner um, and one of the items on the menu was actually a bone marrow dish where they, I've never had this. You scrape it out. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, so they bring you like a mm-mm. giant thigh bone, and oh then they like cut it in half. Oh my gosh! No, no. And you got to scrape out mm-mm. the marrow and eat. Uh, so you that, so you wouldn't like that. Gosh, no! <laughs> oh my gosh, that's making me puke right now. Mm-mm. I don't think I don't think Victoria would enjoy enjoy that either. I don't think so. she would either. Well, that's the last of the girls though. So your picks are still Alaya, the first girl. Kelly, the lawyer, Kelsey, who's your top pick, the clothier, and you've got your redhead Lexi as your wild card. Yeah. And, and I, I still, have... I think, uh, I think in a, in a, in a very, in, in, I think an honorable mention would go to the, um, the one with, uh, hang on a second. Let me get to her here. Uh, it would go to Sydney Hightower Sydney. from Birmingham. Yeah. yeah. That would be an honorable mention. I have Hannah Ann, the young one, Madison, um, Victoria, the nurse. I don't know why I put her on there because now I'm questioning that. I think I might switch her with Sarah, the girl that they said Peter loves and she cooks for everybody. And uh, my dark horse was Natasha. But now that I know she's 31, I think a guy who's 28 will think a woman who has 31 is too old. Uh, and I, I if she has, if she has a sharp tongue, I don't think I don't think Peter cares about a sharp tongue. Well, at least not till he gets to the windmill. <laughs> Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can Hey, thank y'all for listening. Some guy in Austin and I are excited to partner with Amy and Scott over at last night's game to bring you an official Peter the Pilot Bachelor bracket. You can find a link in the show notes or over at the website or in my Instagram profile. We'd love for y'all to join us as we fly through Peter's journey to find love. With someone who isn't fresh out of college, fingers crossed. Remember, one of the best things you could do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and let us know your thoughts. Thanks so much. And make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my books, my regular books, the ones that are on a shelf or digitally or audibly. It's really good on Audible. I uh, read the book. 
And it's funny because I can slide into my East Texas accent like Mama does. Or I'm very sarcastic. Or I have like a pause that really helps the story. You should check it out. Uh, Those books are called Why I Hate Green Beans. And it's a love story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Until we're together again. Love you. Mean it. Happy New Year. Texas forever. Say the words and we'll beat those birds down to Acapulco Bay. It's perfect for a flying honeymoon, babe.